This is Boring Conversation Anyway, a Star Wars podcast, brought to you by the guys at flyguy.net, dbsw.net, and youtube.com slash sithlord229. Don't forget to check out dorksidetoys.com, Marvel, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, and more. Also sponsored by chowrontoys.com, old, new, and hard-to-find Lego. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Who is this? What's your operating number? We're in conversation anyway. With Joy, then really glad to get everyone back on the on this uh, podcast. Here is Flint. Hello. Hey guys. Uh, we've also got Sith Lord Two Two Nine, who's up at eleven o'clock at night. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> With coffee in hand. <laughs> coffee in hand. All the drugs. We've got all the drugs here in Boy Conversation. Anyway. Yeah, we got um, the band back together. We got the band back together. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, Okay, look, straight into the news. Um, and one band that is definitely not together is uh, Hasbro. I don't know what's going on with Hasbro these days. Uh, we had that recent news a little while back that the vintage collection was going to be cancelled. A lot of fanboys were, were kind of upset, but you know, we, we knew it was coming back at some point. And then we had this about the Builder Joy Wave being cancelled, um, which I'm presuming you guys know about as well. I actually haven't heard about that yet. Ah, I heard well. I, yeah, I heard it rumored on a podcast, and I just haven't had a chance to look into it. Well, it seems to be the case. Uh, going by the word of Rebel Scum the other day, they've um, clarified with a Hasbro rep that the Builder Droid wave has been cancelled, but the, which was, if you remember, some of the figures that were coming out this year, there was lots of clones, kind of Attack of the Clones focused. Um, but that... Uh, that those waves with the Builder Joy components that we've seen in the past are going to be repackaged and redesigned and come out at some point through this year. So they're not really cancelled; they're just being repackaged. But, so we'll um, still get those figures then. We we'll still get some. I think most of those figures that we've seen. So Hasbro gave us a slide show last year. I think at uh, Toy Fair or San Diego Comic Con, one of the two. Yeah, uh, San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah, I saw some of them at uh, I saw some of them in person at Celebration, and like the new Padme and the new Anakin, and that that realistic looking that realistic looking Rex. All of those look great. I was looking forward to those. I think we're still going to get them, but uh, it's just going to be repackaged, which kind of makes sense. I mean, the Builder Droid Wave packaging—if you saw it—it it was kind of meh. Yeah, I know. And the, and the droids, and the droids they were putting in there were kind of meh as well. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of the C three PO three PO uh, droids, uh, protocol droids, I think, from Jabba's palace. And another one, I have no idea. Star Tours or something, mm-hmm. I have no idea. Someone's gonna kill me for seeing, not knowing what these things are. But um, yeah, they weren't the most exciting. So I think maybe they're gonna repack it, probably put it in Attack of the Clones packaging, maybe. Or I don't know. I'd love to see a vintage packaging. Um, just, I think I think that might be one of the reasons why this thing's been pushed back because I think they've realised how much of a demand there is for the vintage stuff. So I think they thought, hang on a minute, this probably isn't going to work out as well as we hoped. And yeah. I think we're going to see vintage back sooner than planned. Somehow, 
I think it's not really dying away. I mean, I think the only thing that, that really has sucked with vintage has been the Phantom Menace wave, which really Hasbro are still drowning in waves of. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of. Well, we'll find it. Apparently, we'll find it in the next week, uh, according to Rebels Coming, the kind of Hasbro conversation they had. So, I don't know. It's kind of bad news or not, is it? Yeah, it's kind of delayed. I'm, I'm really glad because it saves money for a little while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> caught up on the last couple. Exactly. It's some kind of skin trying to keep up with the last ones. But, uh, did you guys manage to pick up the last? I think you got them so far, didn't you? You picked them up at yeah. the outside. The... I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, and then I piecemealed them through Amazon because they had some really cheap deals over the holidays, and I got everybody but that Republic Trooper. Um, nice. Getting a Royal yeah. Guard was hard. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to get a second one, but I got at least one. Did you guys find... I, I've noticed that on, at least on the ones I've got from that wave, it, the plastic they used is real rubbery. It's a, It seems like a softer plastic than the ones I had had before. Um, I was just wondering if that was something you guys noticed. Not, not particularly, no. Oh, okay. Maybe it was just the ones I got. <laughs> I saw the major... <laughs> <laughs> the major panel where I go, his wrist was a little... Bendy, but yeah, maybe you're right. Actually, I have no idea. But uh, the quality in that Royal Guard was just stunning. It just the fact they put all that love into something underneath the helmet. Yeah, um, yeah. And you get all that switch out armor as well, which was really cool. Yeah, which I think was Colonel Jacks, I believe. Yeah, but, uh, one of his dudes. One of his dudes <clears throat> from the Crimson Empire, but one of his uh, homies. <laughs> one of the Crimson homies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, there was like, some really cool figures in that way, but there were some real classics. Uh, and the end Null was a really, really good figure, which is a lot of them are really overlooked and going, as you said, what they're going for really cheap prices in a lot of places, and it's a bit, it's a bit criminal, I think, for some of these figures. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I got that Aura Singh one for like five bucks. That's nuts. On a vintage card? Um, yeah. The Dorks, they've got a lot of the other ones. People just basically went army build crazy. Yeah, uh, and just wiped them out of uh, Royal Guards and uh, so you get a lot of stock in the other ones but um, I think now people are catching up and thinking oh my god I've got to buy these before they're all gone so mm-hmm. but you, you guys in the States got them I think turning up in $5 stores over there and uh, I don't know whether you get any close by you but um, I've never seen one of those stores, and it just drives me nuts every time I hear uh, folks talking about those on other podcasts, because all these waves, the previous waves, not that one, but the previous waves have all been showing up for like five bucks, and uh, (laughs) oh well, I missed. (laughs) (laughs) You did get those ones at Walmart, didn't you? The ones that were like four dollars for one of the the deleted scene waves? I did, yeah. Yeah, lucky man, lucky man. (laughs) So you get some of them, you get some of them. Um, Just shuffling things around to some of the notes, but... um, uh, one, I, I guess we've all had a chance to watch it. The Clone Wars 100th episode. You guys both watched it? I haven't Not seen yet. it yet, no. The, no, I, I mean the trailer. trailer. The trailer. Oh, oh. I did. Yeah, I've seen yeah. the trailer. Yeah, the trailer's awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. Mm. I love the way they started off with Luke and Obi-Wan talking. Is that the one you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was really good. And we seem to end up with a little... I have no idea what's going on at the end. Um, we get a little bit of Ahsoka falling down a building and being chased. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, very kind of intriguing. A really well-edited video. If you hadn't watched The Clone Wars, it was a great kind of um, compendium and cut out all the, the, the T-Wars parts in the episodes. They get really boring. But um, it's really good. So I don't have no idea when it's broadcasting. I think it's in the next couple of weekends. Anyway, um, it's well, Saturday for you. Yeah, it debuted here this morning. Ah, cool. So yeah. we'll get it shortly. Yeah, but I don't have... 
I don't have cable, and so uh, yeah. And then uh, I know the number one site that we'd all been using uh, is uh, they no longer get Cartoon Network stuff. They finally got a cease and desist order, yeah. which I'm surprised didn't happen ages ago. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's going to be more around. Surely, there's this. I mean, I've certainly been able to find these episodes without googling too hard or searching other places. So. Um... Right. I've been, I don't know, so been there's been a, a YouTube channel that's been fairly consistent in uploading the episodes every week, so I've just been tuning into that. I forget the name off the top of my head, but it, I've, they've been they've been uploading the trailers, they've been uploading the episodes, and you know if you if you keep a steady watch on that, I mean I've subscribed to them and all the stuff's mm -hmm. up there pretty fairly regular. So uh, yeah, I'll have to do yeah. some dealing after after this has gone off air and uh, send you a link. <laughs> yeah, that's probably how I spent my evening. <laughs> But the thing is, when you watch that 100th episode at the very end of it, I don't know whether you picked up, but there's um, several advertisements down at the bottom. Watch this on Amazon Live. Netflix is another one. Um, and a couple iTunes and a few other sources. So they're really pushing the availability where to access it. But it's only within the US. It's not even Canada. So yeah. um, ugh, I just don't get this whole... Obviously, it's money. They've got to restrict the, the stations and they want to make money, but they don't even get it over here. You guys in the UK, Steve, you, you um, got to a certain point, I think, with season, and then just stopped, didn't you? Yeah, I think after season... I, I, I think it might have even season been season four. two. No, it might have been as far back as season two. I think after season two, they stopped airing it. Because, um, uh, I mean, they, they, the UK and the US used to air the Clone Wars at the same time. Um, and often, the US had gone on a break, and then the UK had found itself ahead of the US. Um, and then I think after season two, either season two or season three, they stopped airing it, and then it we'd have to wait months until it'd finally show up on Cartoon Network. And by that time, I think everyone's just messed about watching it online because you know these people just can't wait for stuff. I just I don't get the point. We're all talking about it. We've all got social channels and you know pages that we follow, and there's all those other Star Wars sites out there that post news about appearances and commentaries and the story and images. I don't, still don't get from a marketing perspective how they expect us all to just put on blinkers and wait for two years for it to come out on DVD and Blu-ray and yeah. not join in the conversation. It's the most, the dumbest move. But <laughs> we're trying to resolve the media wars here. Never mind. But, um, <laughs> it's a cracking video, though I think. And um, uh, one of my favourite scenes is the um, the kind of war on Umbara and the clones again. Some great looking shots that they've picked and beautiful. Love it. Mm. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, Scoundrels, the new book by Timothy Zahn is um, coming out shortly. Um, in fact, it's probably it, out as we speak. I think it came out on the first, yeah. Ah, there you go. So, um, it's got a trailer for it. I don't know if you had a chance to have a quick look at it, but it's uh, quite a nice trailer of um, some of the clips from the movie pulled together. And, you know, it's nothing you haven't seen before, but it just it adds no, a <laughs> I was going to say, how do, you, how do you make a trailer for a book? <laughs> <laughs> you just flip through the pages. Glad, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you cleaned that up. <laughs> it's a very popular thing these days. There's a few of them that have got it. And, um, yeah, it's basically it's, it's some clips of Han Solo from um, episode four and five, I think. And, um, yeah, that's it, basically. And a couple of clips of Lando. So. Well, look, it's Timothy Zahn. I mean, what you and I talked to us long, long ago, I mean, he was the only thing. He was the... The flame and the darkness and the dark times. There was um, that was it. Three books from him long, long ago. So um, when you want to pick up or not too fast? 
Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I went as far as picked up the, uh, they had a, tra or a teaser book for it called Win or Lose All, which is kind of a prequel to the Scoundrels book, and so I, uh, I picked that up oh. and I started reading it. I haven't gotten far in it yet, but I think it was only a couple of bucks on on the Apple bookstore. I think it's also on Amazon. So what's it called, Win or Lose All? Win or Lose All. Win or Lose All. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't even know that existed. And is that by Zan as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. And it's... I forget how long it is. Hang on, I've got it here. I just got it. In a... Yeah, it's like 200 pages long. It's it's a full-size book, it looks like, at least on the, well, a page is only, I don't know if you can see that, it's only an iPhone screen big, so, you know, it's got 200 mm -hmm. iPhone pages. Yeah. Probably about five pages. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. I mean, I sat there reading for about 20 minutes or so, and I only got, you know, 20, 30 pages in. It's a little dry at the beginning, just because it's, it's Lando, it's some big gambling uh uh, thing that's going on, and you're setting up all these characters, and and I always have trouble at the beginning of these books when it's all new characters, trying to keep all the names straight and who all these people are. But I'm sure, like most of the other situations, that once I get you know halfway through it, I'll I'll be able to follow along pretty well. I don't know if you guys had a chance to listen to just tying in what we're talking about, um, Smuggler's Gambit, the Celebration Six kind of podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that getting recorded when you were there, or was it anything? No, it was it was so full. Uh, there was no way I could have gotten into it. Um, but I've I've listened to it many times since then. Um, it's pretty good. It is. I'm probably going to get flamed by all of the. Uh, oh, I can't even remember his name now. The guy who plays Boba Fett uh, as a kid, and then in the Clone Wars cartoons, Daniel Logan. Daniel Logan. Yeah, he plays Boba Fett in the in that Smuggler's Gambit thing. I can't stand him as Boba Fett in that. I really, I he ruins it for me. I loved everybody else in it, yeah. And uh, Daniel Logan, he's got the he's got the like young, hot headed, like, like, you know, he doesn't have the cool, collected fet that we see in Empire Strikes Back. He's still got that like egotistical, like trying to prove himself fet that you see in the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think that's just Daniel Logan. I mean, from what I understand, the guy is nuts, um, <laughs> super hyperactive in person. Uh, and from what I understand, the celebration. Some people thought he was on drugs. He was so hyperactive, but <laughs> I don't know. He's a, he's a cool guy. Yeah, I just wish he would. I just wish he would using him with Jake Lloyd. <laughs> he looked, that guy looked like he's on drugs. Who is that? Jake Lloyd. Oh guy, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> he looked like he was on downers when I saw him, but. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you be the Phantom Man? I'm sorry. That's just like yeah. <laughs> Okay, we're not, well, yeah, not yeah, to bash on all the people, but Smuggler's Gambit is awesome. If you haven't checked it out yet, go to StarWars.com slash, I think it's just StarWars.com slash Smuggler's Gambit, um, and it's a free download. Uh, it's like 20 minutes long, and holy crap, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but the guy who does Han Solo nails it. He's so good at that. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, the sense of humor and everything. Yeah, for sure. Did you get a chance to listen to Steve, or you? I haven't yet, but from this sparkling review that we've just been giving, I think uh, it's definitely... Cause I, don't, I, I don't tend to be into the novels half as much as I probably should be, but if it's sort of one of these radio drama sort of things that I can listen to, mm -hmm. I'll, probably, I'll probably pick it up and give it a listen, because I, I, oh, I, yeah. I just don't read. Uh, I don't have the patience to sit and read a book, yeah. so if I can listen to it or watch it, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll give it a whirl. 
So yeah. Yeah, it's like 22 minutes long, and Jimmy Mack from the Forcecast does all the audio production, so it's got sound effects right. and all of that, and music, and it's cool. it's really really well done. It's totally in the theme of the old radio dramas. Um, mm. Yeah, it's oh, really nice. And it's got Ashley Eckstein, which is enough to listen to. So, uh, ah, sorry, right, then that's just great for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty good, and it's, it kind of reminds. There's only a few Star Wars books I think I can read or listen to. Um, I can't get into the Yuuzhan Vong stuff personally, but uh, mm. I've tried uh, those too. Yeah, just uh, whatever. Another buddy. Uh, Shadows of the Empire, and what you and I have talked about some wee wee in the past. The kind of the tales of the bounty hunters and the. Tales right. from um, what was it Mos Eisley's Cantina and all that kind of stuff. Classics, really. They're really good. Yeah. But, um, good and stuff. they're nice because they're just bite-sized chapters if you want to. You yeah. don't have to read the whole thing. Exactly. exactly. Okay, well, books aside, uh, look, I, I know what you, you cover this really well. If you haven't had a chance, make sure you listen to episode 41, I believe, of One Conversation Network, which just went and uh, a semi-regular Kevin Gothrop who went into the period you went into some really good conversations about Disney, and you really covered the whole Disney thing. Steve and I just didn't have a chance of time, or couldn't get the time. But um, you, what you covered it really pretty well, but just to get a chance, I thought, Steve, is there anything you thought, we never really got a chance to speak about it. Disney, we know it's potentially probably in your eyes a good thing, but anything that you wanted to say about it that was, you know, um, positive? I can't say I'm feeling anything negative particularly no I mean at, at the end of the day if, I mean I'm not one of the I've said it I've said it loads and loads of times I'm not one of these people who's who's, who's going to sit there and say Disney are going to ruin Star Wars because you can't really ruin something that already exists you know you just you can choose not to like what they put out in the yeah. future but it's not going to ruin what's already out there just ignore the new stuff it's like with the prequels if you don't like them just just forget that they're there just pretend they don't exist so I don't think it's going to ruin what's already been sort of established, but I'm looking forward to it. I mean, if it gets Star Wars into the, into the cinema again and gets more figures on shelves and it just keeps it relevant, it's a good thing. That's it. I so agree with you. I don't really think I can add any more that you haven't added, but um, I think it's a good thing. I think all the kind of uh, negative people have kind of quailed in a little bit now. The fact they get a new movie, it seems to be quiet, but um, yeah. we still get the pastiches every day. There's some kind of... Uh, there's one I just posted this week, and it was uh, Princess Leia and the Seven Jawas with the, the kind of Disney yeah. theme behind it. <laughs> yeah, I rebooted so, that. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> we're going to get these things forever, aren't we? We're never going to get rid yeah. of them. It's, it's, the thing it's that I thought, though, was that, I mean, everyone's making this assumption that when Disney take it over, that they're going to make Star Wars all sort of, you know, sprinkle it with fairy dust and make it all kid-friendly <laughs> and everything. But yeah. it's not, it's not, it's, it's not going to be like that, is it? Really? I mean, come on, I mean... Didn't uh, what didn't Disney have some sort of input with the with the new Spider-Man film or with some of the Marvel stuff? I'm sure they did. I don't know. I think Sony still has the Spider-Man, but definitely with the Avengers. Um, that was yeah. yeah I mean, they've been I mean, I mean, that's, you watch that. That's not a kids' film, is it? No. I mean, you know. So I, I just I just don't get the people that say it's going to be all sort of child friendly and cut. Yeah. Well, just the people that say it's just going to be all babyish and. And I like, think it's just ignorance. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, if it's your opinion, fair enough. But obviously, you haven't watched that many Disney films if you think that that's what everything that Disney puts out is like. So I think I think you either what you or Kevin one of you made a good point about the um, what I thought was just an utter flipping travesty, which was the uh, 
uh, Expo Connect game with the, the dancing in the <laughs> carbonate chamber. I just thought, that's it. We're just sold out. It's just gone. And, um, and I think one of you made the good point is maybe that, maybe that kind of stuff would be corralled. And it was definitely a low point for one of you, I think. Um, <laughs> as, yeah. I, I think, if anything, as you said, the Avengers, Tron. Tron was a really good example of a pretty mature-ish kind of film that mm. can be adults and kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they just can't screw this thing up. They can't. No, surely. I, I mean, it's it's Disney are a massive company, and I think with the, I think it helps that sort of part of it is still left within the hands of someone who already knows what they're doing with it. Uh, oh. Is it Kathleen Kennedy? Is it that's, Kathleen Kennedy? Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's what I mean. I mean, it's like if it, it's it's been left in more than capable hands. There's a team of people that know... I mean, I've, I've, I read something online that said that uh, all the team that are working on the new film are, uh, have been clued in on, on sort of the Star Wars backstory and all this, this, that and the other with regards to what what is already out there. So they're not going to make it you know, too different. I mean, I've heard that they're going to ignore all the EU stuff, but... Again, it's one of those things. If you if if you don't like it, just pretend it's not there. Just ignore it. Just pretend it doesn't exist. And yeah, I think we all have. I mean, I know I do. In my own personal canon. I mean, I'll read a book and be like, "Well, that was dumb," and then that just doesn't go into yeah. my Star Wars. You know, I ignore those elements and yeah. I just have my I own mean, canon. It's, yeah, it's like with the Clone Wars. I mean, they've killed even Peel off twice now. Like once in the comics and once in the in the series, <laughs> and it's both been in a different way. So. Things are going to get messed up all the time. I mean, when you think about it, Star Wars is just such a massive thing now. There's too much just to, to keep a track of. So something's going to get lost along the way. But I think it's going to be good. It's Star Wars. It's going to be good. Exactly. Yeah, I think when you talk about the EU and that stuff, it always reminds me of a podcast, Jimmy Mack and uh, Jason Swigman, they did the Force cast once. And when Jason went on about his hatred of the EU or his dislike of the EU, Oh my god, that guy was getting almost like death threats from people. In, uh... <laughs> did you ever listen was... to that? It was beyond. I did. How sad know. was that? It was just. I'll probably get them now, but there was people. You do some stuff every once in a while that just chaps my hide. I mean, I if it weren't for Jimmy <laughs> Mack, I think I would have unsubscribed to that show quite a while ago. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, he keeps it realist for sure, but poor uh... Jason. I mean, he was just—he was just giving his opinion. He was getting a little bit into it, but. Uh... Still, the fact that he got these almost Stephen Hawking like voicemails from anonymous names of people saying, oh "Dear you, we will stalk you." And all. Oh my God! So the EU is a little bit. Ooh, such a surprise! Don't hear me going to this anyway. Yeah. Keeping us back on track. So <laughs> Disney is still already a good thing. I think we're all just going to be happy that there's more toys, more movies. What's yep. not to love? Quite frankly, exactly. um, as long at the end of the day, it's going to be better than the Phantom Menace. <laughs> that's all we can hope for you heard it here first recorded and then maybe we can come yeah. back to that for you. Um, sorry for all of those of you that love the Phantom Menace but I'm not one yeah. of them <laughs> yeah, um, look, there's one other thing I've noticed, I'm sure you guys have a chance to see but there's a couple of cool animations out there there's one, uh, I think there's a couple of nods in it to Disney as well, it's uh, How Return of the Jedi Should Have Ended uh, a fan made kind of animation film, it's really well produced and, and pretty funny uh, if you get the, the chance, we'll put a link in the show notes. Um, I don't think you guys have probably had a chance to see it, but it's, uh, it's no, rather good. It's rather fun. Uh, and it kind of answers a lot of questions about Return of the Jedi and saying, you know, why didn't they do this and save all this journey and travelling and end it all at the beginning? <laughs> anyway. um, look, one other little tiny thing just sneaking in here. Um, 
we're kind of, um, I struggle at times to do a lot of things, podcasts and, and blogging and whatnot, so uh, just a little bit of a plug. If anyone's looking to do some blogging, um, we're trying to expand a little bit, so um, to you guys as well, if you can help. <laughs> uh, we're trying to do a little bit more posts, that we've got another site text issue as well, and I just don't get much time. So if anyone's out there and interested in doing some blogging and posts, uh, let us know if you, you you want to be part of the Star Wars kind of uh, fandom and sites, and um, drop us a line or a comment after the show, and we'll uh, we'll let you know more. Is this for your FlyGuy.net site? Absolutely, yeah. I know you get yours as well, but um, I just it's getting hard to keep up with all the news. It's like uh, it's really hard, but. Uh, so when That's you why I gave up on building. being a news site. <laughs> well, it's not new. It's even just trying to keep up with some of the interesting stuff. That's there. You know, the movies coming along as well. It's um, yeah, it's hard. I find it hard. I, I know you get a little bit more time. What to do? Thank God you were doing some of those podcasts. But if we hadn't, I think that would have been a few months since we last did one. So yeah. It's, so when yeah. you so when you expand, it'll be flyguys.net. Could be. Uh, Could uh. be. Could be. Just like my, my ever-expanding waistline, but never mind. One reason why we're here is because of the very nice guys at childandtoys.com. Uh, obviously, they help us a lot and pay for some bits and pieces and hosting and whatnot. But uh, they get some cool Lego deals on at the moment. And if you're interested, they've got an older Lego set, which you can pick up for only $55. Uh, ChairmanToys.com. It's the uh, Emperor Shuttle. It's a pretty cool set if you've not got it for the minifigures. Uh, Emperor Palpatine Shuttle. It's billed as uh, Clone Wars, but it's actually really Revenge of the Sith almost. A um, couple of really cool figures, and you get a really excellent clone pilot, uh, which is kind of unique to this set. I've never really seen them anywhere. Very white, masked faced. Uh, you get a medical droid. You get a crispy uh, Anakin Skywalker who still has legs, um, and uh, a Palpatine, which you can never run short of. But if you're interested in picking this set up, it's set 8096. And all you've got to do is just uh, head to chairmantoys.com and put in the code FLYGUY8096 at the checkout and you can uh, get one of these sets. Uh, ends on January 31st. And that's it. Um, on to the main chunk of the show, um, talking about LEGO, we've got a pile of new LEGO out there. I don't know if you guys have seen all the recent news. Um, mm -hmm. Loads and loads of new sets. There's a couple of uh, poly bags. I don't know if you ever picked up anything, the little poly bag sets. Sometimes, you guys in the US, sometimes you get them for about five bucks in Toys R Us. Um, they go for an absolute fortune for the rest of the world and on BrickLink. You, know, you can charge sometimes like $25 for one little minifigure in the bag. But um, there's a few more sets there, and it kind of hints at some of the stuff that may be coming. Um, a Z95 Headhunter, I didn't even know what that ship was until recently. Uh, the Mandalorian Gauntlet, uh, Republic Frigate, and an Umbaran uh, Heavy Cannon, if uh, you've seen that. There's a few other bits and pieces that were down there as well. Uh, bricks and Hothbricks uh, spoke about some other stuff. You guys heard about the Yoda's Chronicles? I have, yeah. Yoda's Chronicles. I've, uh, yeah. Is, it, is this a TV show or is this a web series? Because I, I saw the trailer for it and I just thought it was something that Lego were plugging on their website. And then I received a few emails that had said, oh, have you seen the new Yoda's Chronicles episodes that have been airing? I'm like, what? That's a thing? I thought it was just a like something to promote something. I didn't I didn't realise it was a, a series that was happening, so I'm not I'm not too familiar with it. I'll give it a watch when it comes out, but I don't, is it a TV show or web series? I follow on kind of to these Padawan Menace and the, uh, uh, what was the other one? 
Pylon Manus, and there was a second one. Oh, the, so uh, many, the Emperor Strikes Out. Emperor Strikes Out, thank you. Yeah. Um, so this seems to be like another one of them. Same animation house. Um, it was supposed to air in, we believe, the US. There's no details on it uh, on the 5th of January. Then someone mentioned to me the other day on Twitter that it was going to be the 11th of January. Uh, but there's still no listing, apparently, for the Cartoon Network to show it. So there's some suggestions that it might be online, which would be kind of stunning if they did it globally online. That would be pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, don't know any more than that. Uh, thanks to the French site, Hothbricks.com, who are just like, uh, they're unbelievable at kind of grabbing some of this news and scouring the internet. They, they basically went through uh, Toys R Us in um, Hong Kong and a few others. Uh, reading through all the, the kind of uh, language to try and find it, little snippets, and this is where some of the news came from about some other sets. But Yoda's Chronicles is, is this set, but uh, it's also apparently a, not only this mini movie that's online, but it's going to be an actual set itself. A um, couple of clones, a droid, I guess Yoda, but uh, that's as much as we know. But there's all these numbers out there. All these new sets, Jarvis Sailbars was one that kind of got mentioned. Uh, there was a kind of leaked, really shoddy, tiny image of it. But um, if you remember the older one, it was a really, really big set. So this is kind of a mini version of it. Huh. Um, do, you, do, you, do you get to see the picture of that at all, no? I tried to bring it up just now, and my internet connection just about crashed on me, so I, uh, oh. I decided to wait. Yeah. <laughs> I can barely understand anything you guys were saying. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Apparently no, it's okay. I just living out in the boonies. I've got such a crappy internet connection that I can barely do anything. Uh, well, you're coming through here, Crystal. So that's good. But uh, language out of seal barge is what we're really saying. But um, yeah, it's one cool little thing. Is you get a tiny little Max Rebo, which is a pretty damn cool in Lego form. Oh, so, nice, nice. Uh, exactly. A reuse, uh, slave Leia again, Java again. Uh, and Nick Tool, yeah, so uh, it's going to be a pretty uh, epic set. So between that, Jabba's Palace, the Skiff, yeah. uh, the Rancor cool. Pit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got I got to help my nephews put together their Skiff over Christmas, and that was that was a lot of fun. They got that, and they got the big Batman Batcave, which is an amazing set. Uh, and then uh, I've been seeing pictures of that Rancor Pit, and the new Rancor looks awesome. It does. Yeah, and I I've seen some people... Yeah, they've, they've, they came out a little bit early. I've been seeing people on Instagram posting pictures of it. And then it's neat because it fits. You put Jabba's Palace, it fits right on top of it. Uh, it's amazing the way they're putting all that together. And those little polybag sets, I mean, I I think those are great little accessories. You get a little extra Lego bricks, and occasionally you get a minifig in there. And it's you know it's nice for army building and things, it's a, it seems like, if you can afford Legos. If you can afford Legos. <laughs> <laughs> it's so expensive over here, but... Uh... I actually just discovered the other day that you can buy, uh, if anyone's listening to Australia, you can buy the Lego Death Star for about $450 shipped, which is a total bargain when you consider yeah. $750 from Lego themselves officially. So, uh, wow. There you go, That's yeah. If you, get, if you get $450 lying around, it's still cheap. It's actually cheaper, um, uh, I think, than you buying it in the UK, Steve, as to get it shipped from Amazon.com, the Lego Death Star. <laughs> We've we've just uh, the town that I live in recently just got a Lego store open up, and uh, and they've got the the Death Star still on shelves in there to you know actually physically go in the shop and pick it up, uh, and I think it's it's around two hundred and seventy five pounds here, which is yeah. I don't know how that works out. Is that about four hundred dollars something like that for you guys? Yeah, it'd be like four or five hundred dollars US, yeah. I think. 
it's really tempting, but I just, I, where the hell am I going to put that thing? <laughs> That's what I've been watching. Like, there's one guy I follow on Instagram who got, a, got that for his son for Christmas, and he's been documenting his son building it over the last few days, and uh, it's his son won't let him touch it. You know, his son is like, you can help me organize the bricks, but I am putting them all on there. And uh, it, he still doesn't have it together. He opened it Christmas morning, and it's still not complete yet. Wow. Uh, that's, that's, it's an incredible set. And I thought it took me a long time to just build that the uh, the malevolence. Uh, I got that recently, and that took me yeah, three hours to build. Yeah, that took three hours to build, and I thought I was I thought that took me a long time, but Jesus, <laughs> a it's a very wow. That, that looks like a, I saw your review. It's like a um, I saw you put some pictures of it. Anyway, it's like a shark. That thing, it's so big. Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's uh, it's really quite. Yeah, it's uh, it's about half the size of me, I think. When uh, when you stand it vertically, so that's it's pretty big. Um, oh. But I I I put it together and then I, I got right to the very end and I I just put the last brick in place and like set it back and thought right this looks really cool and then I looked at the back end and the back end of the ship was all tipped forward and it was as though like I'd put one brick out of place and it sort of raised the back of the ship <laughs> up and I thought right there's something really not right here because there's a big gap between where the doors are so I had to sort of look behind the engines and as I was looking to see which brick it was that was out of place the whole thing just collapsed <laughs> all the engines just came flying out I know it, it, it wouldn't have minded but it was the most complex bit of the ship that just completely fell to bits and I was like I can't work backwards through this thing and uh, I just I just ended up having to guess where things went and hope that it was uh, it was put back correctly because there was no way I was taking it all apart again <laughs> Yeah, that's really frustrating. Like when my nephew built the Bat Cave on Christmas, he, uh, I don't know how he did this. It almost makes me wonder if he's dyslexic, but he built everything completely mirrored to the way it was supposed to be, like completely backwards. Um, and, uh, and he couldn't figure out why the different pieces weren't fitting or why the different sections weren't fitting together. And I would look at it and be like, how did you do this? Like it was as if he built it in a mirror. And uh, I had to go back and take it all apart and rebuild it for him. Like distract and be like, go play with that toy for a minute, and I'll just fix this for you real quick. But uh, yeah, re reverse engineering Lego is not easy, especially on big sets. That's a pretty cool skill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's there's a few other sets, and I'm not going to get you all because there's lots. If you're into Lego and you go have all the Lego, your your wallet's going to hurt this year. Um, <laughs> the Java Steel Barge, another one which is going for crazy money, and I, I definitely urge you to buy as an investment. Is seven five zero two one a Republic gunship? The classic kind of Republic gunship. You've got one in your wall, Steve. I can just see the Tiger kind of. Uh, That's the Hasbro, the Rancor. Yeah, the Hasbro one. Great mm. ship. So that in Lego, I think it cost about cost about one hundred and fifty dollars for me here many years ago, four or five years ago. But it's coming out again. That thing's going for four hundred and five hundred dollars on eBay. So uh, yeah, and I cut that in half. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, yeah, make sure you pick up one of them. But um, there's lots of other cool ones, uh, and one other one that's going to come out later on in the year is an advent calendar with uh, Daniel Logan. Boba Fett is going to be on it, so it's really going to be an attack of the clone G, without a doubt. Um, so get used to it. It's all about the clones, or attack of the clones, I should say. Yeah. Um, Not my favorite others. movie, but there are some cool characters in that movie. The Shuris. For sure is. Um, there's another link, we don't want to go through them all, but there's a, just a quick link there to just a gallery I chipped up with all the um, uh, images for, for Lego next year. Just what did you mention, that Rancor set plugs in top, which is pretty cool. I'm loving the little planet sets myself, really low cost. You can pick up a, 
a minifigure and a tiny little ship. I don't know if you guys picked them up. But, um, I got one. Hmm. Yeah, I, got, yeah. I got five. <laughs> <laughs> you addicts. I, I, I can't stop. I've, I, I was so adamant that I wasn't going to get into this Lego thing and then I picked one set up and now I just can't stop buying them. It's. I, I'm not so much fussed about the finished article either. It's just the build of it that I just love. Yeah. It's putting it together. It's like I haven't done it in about 15 years, so I think I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm having a, a midlife crisis before I've reached midlife. If that makes sense. So, well, Legos yeah. are still cheaper than a Porsche, so you know. This yeah, is that's true. true. <laughs> cheaper than a mistress. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, well, my mother has been well, putting out new figures. You know, we've got money to burn on Lego, so it's all good. This is true. That's true. There's a cute little mini poster at the, the end of the gallery. Um, I just the clones. By God, if you're into clones as I am, and you are Steve as well, I know. Um, mm -hmm. Great little uh, just a poster there. It's actually huge, but it's compressed as hell on Facebook, and it does eventually render. But um, yeah, tons of great. And one of the characters that really jumps out is Paul Corell. It's a huge minifigure, basically double stacked with a kind of extra set of arms on it. But if you get a chance, have a look at it. It's pretty cool. Um, back to the notes. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, one thing that's been kind of driving me nuts recently is vintage packaging. Um, look, I think we've all been into vintage as it has been, but I kind of went back and decided to pick up some older things on vintage cards. Steve, you, you reviewed, oh, I think a year ago, the vintage snow speeder. And I always thought, yeah, I'd love to get that. And, Lo and behold, I managed to get one recently, but it, it is all about that vintage package, and I can't believe how much yeah. in the last year and a half. It's just brought everything back for me, and um, like vintage stuff behind me, uh, if you can see this on video, if we, we show it. It's all about these cards. I, wait, I know you were primarily loose, and we were both loose collectors. Um, have you gone back to any carded stuff, or are you still sticking with loose? Is that... The only ones I've kept on cards were the mail-away Boba Fett's, the rocket-firing one, and the nice. prototype armor. Yeah, I've got one of each of those on card. Uh, but other than that, I've opened every other one. Uh, I save all of my cards. I mean, i got a fucking stack of cards, but... <laughs> 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 what about you, Steve? You, you, you kept some on cards as well, didn't you? Oh, uh, yeah, man, I've got loads. Uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting to that point now where I'm, cause I, I had a sort of a, a wall display of all the vintage cards, um, and I'd got enough room, uh, well, enough space uh, in one, on one of the sides of my room to put all these vintage cards. And then as more of the figures came out, so I had this theory that when I started collecting the vintage stuff that I was just going to get the clones and keep the clones on the cards. And then as they've released new figures, and I thought, actually, that card back looks a little bit cooler than the clone one. I'll open the clone and then replace the card with one with this guy. <laughs> and then that just keeps happening. It's just this rotating cycle. And I'm just ending up with duplicates upon duplicates of figures and... I'm having to move things around to find new space for all these carded figures, and it's just, oh man, it's, it's, I've got issues. <laughs> Join the millions of others who like yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. You got to talk to so, Kevin Gothrop about the, about the rules that, that he implies. That, that guy is, uh, <laughs> he's a machine. We need to get him back on here and talk more about this because he does seem to, I mean, he's collecting all the uh, Gentle Giant stuff. We were talking on Twitter about that a while ago, and, um, where is he going to get the space? Because he's got his entire wall with all the three and a half inch figures, and he's left it this air vent, and that's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the air vent cracks me up. It's <laughs> oh, crazy. Anyway, just make uh, a little bit proud of figures. <laughs> you should. Um, the reason I was talking about this, and I haven't put a link there, but it's this vintage Falcon repack. 
Um, so Millennium Falcon, I think we all had it or have it at, at one point. Um, mm -hmm. Awesome vehicle, stunning vehicle. Uh, but then this repack comes out with, on the vintage card, and um, I've been dreaming about this thing. I swear to God, I'm kind of like, for some reason, this vintage packaging is just so addictive. Our Arnie at Star Wars Action News was talking about this, and he's he's confirmed. He says he's not buying another one, and the last one I listened to. I don't know when the prices come down to $125 in the US. That's still blooming good for a Falcon, even in the vintage packaging. But he bought one. Did he? He did. <laughs> he ended up he ended up getting a deal, and then he had some coupons of some sort, and he got one for like 90 bucks. Uh, there you go. Yeah, he, even, he even people with, yeah, even people with rules break them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you if I could get that thing cheaply shipped over here. Even though Toys that are shipped internationally, it's still a crazy-ass price. And we missed the uh, $125 thing, but it's uh, it's something about that box. The thing is, unless you've got the space like Arnie apparently has, um, I'd have to put the box in a cupboard. I can't display the box because it's yeah. <laughs> huge. So, uh, you know, it's uh, definitely, Steve, you said earlier on, you know, you get some problems, join the club, dude, don't worry about it, we've all got them, so. Anyway, vintage is continuing to be just, oh, vintage cards, vintage figures, it's definitely something that's, um, something addictive about it. <laughs> Sticking with vintage, uh, on the same kind of line, uh, Gentle Giant just uh, leaked a, a couple of picks of their forthcoming uh, Gamma and Garth, huge-ass figure, and a couple of flavours and variations. One of your um, uh, a member of the, the Gentle Giant Guild, which is actually a pretty reasonable price. I think it's under $100 for a year. But you do get some freebies, and one of them will be that you will get this, I believe, the uh, Power of the Force um, version of this Gentle Giant Gallery and Guard. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, yeah, you cave to buy any Sorry, what new? I was going to say, that's a big old piece of plastic. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I, I love that guy when he came in. Yeah, I haven't made the leap to, into that line. Um, I actually uh, our, our buddy Chad from uh, the Custom Action Figure News. He won the Lando one recently, and he doesn't have a place in his collection, so he gave it to me for Christmas. Uh, oh. Should be arriving. I know it should be arriving any day now. I, I've had an amazing Christmas this year. Uh, people have really been helping me or hooking me up this year, but uh, that hasn't come in the mail yet, and I'm kind of scared just to. I'm hoping it. That, I, ho I hope it's not that cool because then I'm going to want more of them. But uh, I don't. Know, I'm excited to get the Lando. I think they're cool. But, uh, I bought one, both it, and uh, then I bought another one, Han Solo, and <laughs> you just got to buy more. And Kevin was saying at one point, he's um, he said, "That's it. I bought all the ones I need to buy. I've collected all 21." Um, and then I said, "Well, what about when they bring it a biker scout and they bring it the Cameron Guard and they bring it?" And he's like, "Ah." <laughs> So yeah, these rules are just <laughs> pointless. Having rules, it's pointless. Uh, yeah, they, they look good on paper. <laughs> they do, they do. But I mean, all these things are bringing out the um, the, the cantina, the big cardboard at sixty bucks for a big piece of cardboard to put your twelve-inch figures in it. It's just not that's crazy. Uh, but a lot of people are pushing for them to do the vintage vehicles as well. Oh so, what! In that scale, <laughs> that <never leaves. laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine the Falcon? <laughs> The size of your car or something, but yeah, uh, you could drive it. <laughs> well, anyway, they're great looking stuff, but uh, yeah, there's a couple of bargains out there, a couple of places, a couple of deals. Um, have a sniff around Amazon and a few others, and uh, toys have got a few. They've got, they listed up the rocket firing Boba Fett, which I'm just I was in the minute, so it. 
Um, but there's loads of them out there, so uh, check them out. Um, sticking with the big size, uh, something else is really pretty exciting is the Darth Malgus uh, one six scale twelve inch basically articulated figure. I don't think that we're going to do this, but um, not a bad job looking so far. It's just a tease from Sideshow, uh, and likely going to be pre-ordered in a couple of days. But Steve, I think you were a bit of a fan of uh, Darth Malgus, um, and you've yeah. got some hot toys in Sideshow. One for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've made a, I've made a New Year's resolution to stay away from the clones and just save a place in the collection for this guy because he looks awesome. I know nothing about the character. Though. That's the weird thing. I don't even I don't know who he is. What he's I know where he's from, obviously, but I don't know. But he just looks awesome. He just looks cool. So I just, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to get one of these. He's, he's, he looks ace. Really cool. He's kind of like the Darth Vader I imagined when I was younger as a kid. Yeah, you know, take that helmet off, and that's what you saw. Yeah. I think that I think that I think Malgus is sort of George Lucas's way of saying, "I really wish that Darth Vader had looked like this." Let's put him <laughs> in this day. <laughs> well, he's looking pretty slick. Um, it's gonna be at least gonna be uh, just under a hundred bucks, uh, under two hundred bucks for this guy. Under a hundred, I yeah. wish. Um, but yeah, he's he's looking pretty slick, has to say. And uh, no one hot toys, or sorry, it's not hot toys. It's a show. They'll do a pretty good job on it. Um, yeah. Another one. Hoping, um, sorry, <laughs> no, I was going to say it was one of the things that I'm hoping that they do with this with this figure is um, because before he gets the or just after he gets the giant breathing apparatus thing, he's got that giant scar down his face. I'm hoping yeah. they include a few like alternate heads and stuff where you can swap out the piece and things like that, and you get that extra level of uh, of added detail in there. Because you know to be able to pose that guy in a few different ways it would be really cool. Yeah. And, and, they typically do that too, don't they? With the like I've seen with their Batman Hot Toys one and the other ones, yeah, that yeah. they typically have a couple different head sculpts uh, mm. thrown in. So. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping they do with this one because they'd be pretty stupid if they didn't. Because <laughs> it's it's a really cool opportunity to make a really cool head sculpt. Because that yeah. gash that he's got down his face, just you you know that that look ace on a figure. <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking at what just there, and he's got his Obi Wan hood up right now. If anyone ever get to view this, it's. We're talking about this with Malgus and all this. We just we need a scar, dude. That's you. Yeah, it got, it got cold in here. I had, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, there's, there's no end. I mean, already, in, in the, by the time I finish talking about it, the next thing I'm going to be talking about after this, you could have spent 600 bucks nearly. Uh, it's going to be expensive year if you're into 12 inch figures and 1 6 scale, but there's one other one here uh, before we talk about the next one, which is just epic. Mm -hmm. This one is Yoda. Uh, who just went off a pre-order the other day, a bit of a bargain at $99. At first, I wasn't too um, impressed by this guy, but the accessories really make it. Mm. Uh, you guys had a chance to see it? The kind of things that's included? Or yeah, I saw the, the image gallery that got posted, and I'm I'm really glad that I held out on buying the Empire Strikes Back version of Yoda now, because this one just blows it out of the water. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I love the fact that it comes with the, the hover chair and the, the Jedi Council chair. I think really that that like you said that makes the figure, um, mm. because I, I was I was looking at purchasing the the previous one six scale Yoda the one that they brought out from uh, from the Empire Strikes Back and I was just looking at it and looking at the you know comparing prices of it and I just thought I can't justify the price because he's so small, um, but the fact that this guy comes with all these different accessories it you know it bulks up the the value for money aspects of it and it's definitely one that I wouldn't mind getting. 
Plus, he's small, so I can probably fit him into a corner of the collection somewhere. I don't have to <laughs> rearrange too much to find room for him. Buy me because I am small. Yeah. <laughs> $99. I mean, it's pretty. that's pretty reasonable. And I think, as you said, all the accessories at least make up for the, the kind of the lack of... I mean, again, throw a sword down to... You know, he's not big. He's pretty small. Yeah, probably about um, seven or eight inches, I'd have thought. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it's kind of a cool set. But... Um, I don't know, I'm less inclined by sideshow themselves and more into the sideshows and hot toys. And hot toys just seem to be just doing that extra kind of bit of quality that I don't think we yeah. get from sideshow. More realistic in some ways, but um Did you actually next... pick up that did you actually pick up that Bespin Luke? I saw that you had posted I pictures did. a little while ago. He's um I haven't had the chance to review him, but there's there's a quirk if that you can see it. I don't know if you can um he's That's just, awesome. Yeah. He's on the money. He's on the money. Creepy thing about him again. But Don't you get two kids. of those things as well? You do. I wasn't going to buy this that's at all, and it was that's mad. DC said to me, one of the guys that joins us on Tech Sushi, um, said, "Why are you not buying the best one? Look, you love that character." I said, "I know, but three hundred bucks, three hundred fifty bucks for one figure." And he said, "No, no, no, it's two. I could that's not believe crazy. it was two in the box. So as soon as it was two, I thought, well, what the hell? So you get the second version of Luke. Um, that's pretty cool. Stunning figures, really stunning. But so what? what the detail. Main... What are the main differences then between the two figures? I mean, I know the, the head sculpts and what have you are different, but the, in terms of the suit and the body and what have you, what's, what's different? There's there? not a great deal. I'm trying to hold them up and if you can see the two kind of, I know it's a bit bloody. Uh, so one's basically weathered and one's as he lands on Vesper and one's as he is fighting Vader. That's as he gets the crap beat out of him. <laughs> correct, correct. Uh, but he gets some accessories like the spear hat, the, uh, the medical part for his hand when he lands in the Falcon and um, but it's it's you get this humongous uh, weather vein inside it which lights up and I haven't yeah, even so it, it's I massive absolutely wow. I've got nowhere to store it but um, <laughs> yeah we, we've got it on the ceiling, on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know people have you can get a little polygon stick you know, so um, wow. it's it, two bases so you're really getting two figures for the price of one well that's two figures for the price of two figures <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> two things so, for the price of six. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I've, I've not had my credit card bill in years. So mind, but, uh, <laughs> it's just addiction we have. Mm -hmm. um, well, there's another one that's going to break the bank. And this is, to me, I just I have to I have to get big in the street for this one. It's the 1-6 scale General Giant. Uh, General, General <laughs> Grievous. Too many double Gs in this thing. There's only a sneak peek here, but we have seen a bit of a, a, a mock-up. It was almost two years ago, I think, um, Comic-Con or Toy Fair again, one of the two. Yeah, I saw um, him at Comic-Con in person, and it's it's awesome. It's awesome. I don't even collect this line, but holy crap, and I'm not a huge Grievous fan, but he works so well in that format. I think so, too. And it's even looking at the image there, um, it's the kind of bone-like color of that uh, metallic plating that he's got and the detail on it is just, yeah. I think they've been working on this guy for a long, long time to get the sculpt right and just get the quality right. And uh, yeah, nearly two years. Was that two years ago you, you, you saw it? Or when was it? Yeah, it was uh, summer of 2011 that I saw it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Another two years. So by the time he comes out, uh, it probably will be two years on the nose, but we'll probably see a, pre, uh, uh, a sale uh, going up for that probably in the next few days where I'll say we'll do the 12 days of Christmas that they're doing. But, yeah. yeah. It's stunning. Stunning looking figures. So uh, I presume Steve, they'll be... Sorry, go for it. I was going to say we got Toy Fair coming up pretty soon too. Yeah, that's true. 
It's maybe or something, yeah. Yeah. So you have another one, Steve, you'll have to make room. So maybe you shouldn't buy Yoda at all, because Grievous is going to be mm. taking up all this space. So uh, yeah. Yoda can sit yeah, under he, him. Yeah. Or <laughs> he can put him on his shoulder. There you go. There you go. Yeah, because I'm assuming the Grievous is going to be a lot taller, isn't he? Because he's, he's going to be like, oh, sort of, he's, what, he's got to be up with like, sort of 17, 14 inches, 14, 15 inches. I would think so. He's good, yeah. He's going to be like Ironmonger if you saw him that scale, and he's going to be that price. You're talking three, four hundred dollars. Jeez. Has to be at that scale and size. Yeah. He's going to have to be. Um, but uh, something that's a little bit cheaper, and it's almost in scale, which is kind of a nice thing as well. Is I don't know if you had a chance to see it. Diamond Selector doing some really cool toys recently. I did one last year, which was a, a, a Commander Cody. A repaint. It was a bank bust, but it's it's a full on scale this thing, and it's a really intricately detailed. And they followed it up with uh, a press release they had about the Han Solo and Carbonate bank. Uh, I don't know if you saw the images of this, but detail on yeah. this thing's fantastic. Um, now this is going to go for around twenty nine dollars. So if you wanted a Han Solo and Carbonate that's roughly in scale with a twelve inch figure, thirty bucks is a pretty sweet deal. So. Yeah. Um, Mm, it's a pretty cool looking thing. So, Seems a few of, bucks. Cool. Speaking of Han Solo Carbonite, I forgot to add this to our show notes, but I recently got the uh, from thinkgeek.com. They have a business card holder that's a Han Solo and Carbonite. Um, oh, wow. and, and hang on, let me grab it really quick. It's worth showing since we got video going. Excellent. All of the Han Solo and Carbonite. Have you got any Han Solos and Carbonite? Steve. I've got the well, the the I've got three and three quarter inch versions, and I've got the ice cube trays. So this guy, he's he's basically in scale to like the three and three quarters. Like here's a you know here's a Mandalorian standing next to it, and uh, the cool. cool, and it's solid metal. Um, and uh, oh. the coolest part is you push the two buttons on the side, and it pops oh, out on well. the bottom to display your business cards. Saddest part about it. My really cool vintage card, vintage cards don't fit, um, oh, no. so I can't use it. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it away on my on my blog later this year. Uh, but uh, it it's really cool. As of right now, though, it's just an expensive prop because it is about scale for the three and three quarter inch figures. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if What's anybody's interested, thinkgeek.com, uh, twenty five bucks, totally worth it. So long as your business cards are standard size. Um, the standard size from Moo.com, where I got my cards, don't fit. So, just an FYI, I wrote Think Geek. They apologized and they updated their uh, description on the website to to let you know what size cards fit. Uh, yeah. and they gave me a ten. Yeah, and they uh, might be. They also gave me ten dollar gift certificate. So, thumbs up to Think Geek. They're an awesome company. They are cool. very good that way. Yeah, very good bunch. Um, we talk about toys all the time, and something that I'm a big fan of, and I was really introduced to more by a great guy who's on YouTube. He's part of Tech Sushi as well, which is a guy called FX Friends, if you've ever seen him on YouTube. Generally, if you Google a product, a Transformer, a Marvel toy, even Star Wars, he's probably done a video at one point. He's based in Manila, and he's always talking about <laughs> posing toys and how you get in the right poses. Something that's really, really important, and it can make the difference between a good toy and a crap toy. 
So he's uh, not friends, but uh, Sideshow have actually posted an article <coughs> sort of a series uh, on the go, which is all about uh, posing your figures. I don't know if you guys saw it. There's a link there if you want to click it. But it shows you the beginning of this article where this guy has gone on about saying how best to pose your toys. Um, are you guys okay, posers? <laughs> I'm such a poser. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? I mean, to me, it does make all the difference. If, if it's not articulated and you can't get into that right pose, then frankly, the figure's meh. It's rubbish. Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah, I mean, my my coffee table at the moment is has got all of the last you know six or seven figures that I've ordered because I haven't worked them into the collection yet, and they're just sitting on the table there. But there's a whole diorama going on just because as I'm watching TV, I'm setting up little poses, and I've got Aura Singh with her sniper rifle, and you know, it's all. I'm such a poser. I mean, that's 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 what they're there for. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Well, you know, you I remember when you I... posted that article, and I, I thought it was a great article. Yeah, and the public sites you were keeping going, they're, they're showing off sorts of examples. So even if you don't know how to do it, you just follow their kind of guidance about trying to move the figure into right order. And it helps. But um, what about you, Steve? Do you spend much time posing your figures? Do you kind of... Um, when you I, get sort of I, I tend to play around and pose the figure when I, as soon as I open it out of the packaging more than pose it when it goes up on the shelf. I think with the with the way all my figures are sort of crammed onto my shelf sort of side by side, a lot of my figures end up with their arms sort of by the sides and all squished up against each other and lined up rather than being posed. But I, I pose where I can, um, but out of necessity, more, more or less, figures are just, as I said, you know, uh, stood in a in a straight line with their arms by the sides because I just can't fit. I'd love to, but I just I, it's it's hard sometimes. The figures at the front of my displays tend to have more going on in the t- in ways of posing than the, than the figures at the back. But yeah, I, I do it when I can. It's something that I've uh, had to go through recently, and it's painful beyond belief. Uh, a good friend of mine here at DC is uh, he, <laughs> he often turns up here and says, "Right, what are you going to sell this week?" Because you can't mm-hmm. accommodate all the stuff that you've got in pre-order is coming, and he'll help me go through it literally. And I go through this agonizing, but I can't get rid of that one because I need four of them or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. And he's like, "Listen to yourself, man." So uh, I'm really trying to kind of get rid of some stuff and just focus on the good things. And if it, if it can be posed and it's got articulation, to me, that's a good thing. But mm-hmm. um, even looking at some of the Iron Man three figures that are coming out just now, I saw a sneak peek of some of them online and. These things are as uh, unarticulated as you can imagine, and it, it just makes for a really dull toy, I guess. Maybe in 30 years, people will be saying, oh, the vintage Iron Man 3 is awesome, and kind of, I don't know. <laughs> but, because uh, we did with the old stuff, but, anyway. Anyway, great yeah, article, but it's like... Yeah, I recently went through and sold off a handful of toys that were, you know, old old figures that I've upgraded since then. You know, the less articulated versions of ones that I've gotten newer ones of. And thankfully, through the community on Instagram, I didn't have to put any of them on eBay. Uh, I just threw pictures of them up on Instagram and turned my feet into a flea market for a couple hours one evening. And I was just fielding comments and instant messaging people and emailing people. And I sold every single one of them that night. It was awesome. <laughs> If anyone doesn't know that or doesn't follow quite on Instagram, some amazing photographs. I don't know how you get the time to do it, but you you post some amazing shots that are like movies with three and three quarter figures. It's um, yeah. Thank you. No, it's it's it, it's a great outlet for me. Unfortunately, it, my goal this year was I was going to do a picture a day for you know 2013, but I've been so. 
I've been so sick since New Year's Day that I haven't I haven't taken a picture yet, and so I've already broken that resolution. Wow. Yeah. Well, you can catch up. You only need to take five photographs, and then you'll be done. So uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Five in a row. But no, definitely. You're not on um, Instagram, are you, Steve? No, not yet. I oh, dare yeah? say I will be at some point, but not you yet. Will, you will be. You will. Yeah. Be. Um, I don't have any. It's I don't have any of the tech to accommodate it though, because uh, I don't think you can get it for for BlackBerry phones. Um, yeah, you need a smartphone probably, of some sort. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's a probably won't end up getting it then, because I'm 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 not planning on uh, on getting an Android phone. But then again, I wasn't planning on buying Lego either. So you were planning on buying a Mac, were you? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I've been planning that for a while. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. All the plans come together. <laughs> well, that's pretty much uh, all the kind of main news that we had. Again, thanks to work for the last couple of shows. He's covered a lot of it, this stuff uh, recently. But Christmas, um, what, you said you get a lot of stuff at Christmas time. Is there anything else? You should the, the carbonate card holder. Uh, what else did you get? Yeah, from Santa? Uh, I got the I got the the, the spiffy uh, Sith robe here from my mom. It's not actually like the Sith robe that has the emblem on the side. Uh, it's just a big giant black robe, which I like better because it doesn't have the symbol on it. But it's very uh, cool. <laughs> It's so comfortable. It's been it's been my best friend these last few days being sick too. Um, from uh, from our good friend Kevin Gothrop, I got the uh, the ultimate uh, action figure collection book. Uh, 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 Steve Sans put out by Stephen Sansweet and a few other folks. Um, really, really awesome book. Uh, it's it's an awesome coffee table book. And then uh, and then I. Even bigger than bigger than that. Uh, speaking of coffee table books, I got a book that is a coffee table in itself. It is a um, it's called Star Wars: The Blueprints, and it's put out by J.W. Oh, Rinsler. Wow. It's a limited run book of only five thousand copies. Um, a friend of mine works for the one of the publishing companies that helped produce it and works with J.W. Rinsler, um, or Jonathan as he likes to call him, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, and he got me a signed copy of it. You know, inside it says, you know, to Whitney, may the force be with you, J.W. Rinsler. Um, I got issue. I got copy number three seventeen of five thousand. And uh, this book is huge. It's like it's like a foot and a half by almost two feet. It comes inside of this handmade box. Uh, it's got a seal of authenticity. Um, it doesn't even fit on my coffee table. Like I. You know, I keep it in the packaging that it came in just because, and I only break it out every once in a while to show somebody or to take some pictures of it. And it, uh, I've been trying to figure out how to do like a YouTube review of it, but I haven't quite figured it out yet. Uh, I almost feel like I need white gloves when I look through it. I mean, it's just it's an amazing book. Uh, Is that the one you fold out the full it's got a, one it's got, size? It's got a no? few different fold-out pages, um, and it's cool because there's one. I think it's of the Hoth base, and when it folds out, it's almost four feet long. And it's Whoa. and what it is is it's the blueprints that they use to build the sets. It's not like mm. blueprints if you if you want it. It's blueprint. It's the blueprints they use to build the sets, like you know to build the Millennium Falcon, to build Hoth base that they use for the movie sets. And uh, it's really funny in there because there there's a Millennium Falcon in there, and in the corner it has like actual little. The little diagram you have uh, for blueprint drawings, and it, the title of it is Episode Two: The Empire Strikes Back. Um, and this is, of course, because they were doing this in 1978 when this was Episode Two. Um, um, it's it it's really really awesome. Hopefully, I can I can do some sort of documentation here soon, so you guys can get a sneak peek of it. Uh, 
I sent you a link earlier. I'll uh, I'll make sure we get that in the show notes too. Um, okay. It's an amazing book. Uh, huge thank you to my friend Holden who got me that for Christmas. Uh, I never I saw it at Comic Con last year, and I saw him on display, and I was like, can I? Can I touch it and look through it now? Because I'm never going to see this book in person. And, and now I own a copy of it. I'm just blown away. That's cool. That's, that's a very cool frame and a cool present. That is not a cheap book from memory. That's, yeah. No, no, not Pretty at all. Special. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, $500 for an unsigned copy. And, and I've got a signed copy of it. And it's just wow. blown away. I you know, really, really good Christmas for me this year. I was, I was flat broke. I did what I could for friends to get them stuff, but, uh, you know, uh, just it just goes to show what a cool community we we live in, uh, or that we participate in here. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Well, that kind of talked it all. I think really. <laughs> what about you, Steve? What did you get for Christmas? Uh, it's not quite as impressive as a five hundred dollar blueprint book, but I got the uh, the Darth Vader chef's apron. Um, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> which which is probably never going to get used because I can't cook. Um, but yeah, I got that. Um, I've never seen of, that before. I don't That's even know really where. Cool. I don't even know where where uh, this came from. Um, my Steve, parents I got me. If you did a review of that, that's probably one of your biggest subscriber videos. I'm telling you, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> especially I'd especially if that's thing. the only thing he's wearing. You can use my lightsaber. PG PG podcast. But yeah, I got that. I got a couple of bits of Lego, and my girlfriend bought me the Jedi Path book as well. Oh, cool. Which I which I think she bought more for herself because she says she really wants to read it. So, but yeah, I've been wanting to get this for for quite a while, so I'm glad I got that. And like you, I got the, the Ultimate Action Figure Collection book as well, um, which is awesome. Even though a few figures are missing from it, I've noticed. I know uh, Tarkin and the Sand Trooper aren't in there. Yeah, Tarkin, the Sand Trooper, most of the of the, the Lost Line figures, I think, and, and Malgus as well, which I was really... Oh, really? Malgus is not in there either, huh? No. Yeah, because they, they've got a, some of the newer ones in there, but they, they did yeah, go back and miss a couple. But That's what I didn't understand, because... There's sort of Malgus was one in one not one of the earlier waves, but he was sure. you know a couple a couple of waves back, and they've right. got figures that came after him in the book. So I'm not really, I, I think there's a there's one of the Kurto Burns podcasts out there that um, it's sort of cleared up as to some of the reasoning behind the book. So I'll have to go back and give that a listen and see if that. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. Because I just listened to that yesterday, and he does, you know, it was, it was just the availability. Sometimes they couldn't get the figure to review it or to put it in there. And, Makes sense. But it's still, it's it's so much fun to look through. And oh, there's yeah. so many, there's so many clones in there. There's so many clones. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Um, and you're right. There's a couple of figures missing, which is which is not really criticism, just observation. But um, yeah. There's so many other figures that I never even knew existed. I didn't even know we had the crispy Anakin in there at all. I never thought they'd need that. The um, and a few other figures that are just some awful clones as well. Some really those rigid ones that were lying down on the ground. Uh, yeah. And you could and their face was face, basically facing down. Why yeah. did they make that? Anyway, <laughs> dodgy ass figure. But uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I get that book as well, and I have to say it's a great book. Um, but it it made me hanker even more to look at the vintage packaging. And I searched. I remember there was another book with Steve signed this week, and lo and behold, as I did a Google search for it. 
This familiar face came up from many, many years ago reviewing the book by a uh, young Sithler 229. <laughs> <laughs> reviewing <laughs> with Harry like at that point as well. <laughs> Let me just say, you haven't changed much, you lucky man. You look very young, but you did a book review, I think, in 1999. Uh, I don't know I when did. you did it. I mean, no, I wasn't. I'd have been about eight. <laughs> back well, the, the book was no, from yeah. 1999. The, the, book was from, the book was from 1999, yeah, but it was when I first started out, so it would have been about 2008 when I did that review. So, oh, there you go. So that's the not fact that I haven't aged in five years is a bit worrying. <laughs> but you did a good review, and um, I, I really let me see and save the book as well, and I thought, no, I'm going to grab that one, so I'm only going to get a cheap second-hand copy on eBay. And, yeah. Uh, well, that, that, was, that was... Back then, that was my Bible. So to get sort mm. of a, a semi-updated version of that with the new book that's just come out is really cool. And I don't tend to do book reviews often, but that's definitely one that I'm going to have to yeah. give a skim through on video and and give a look at that because it is a really good book. And if you if you're one of these collectors that sort of wants to fill gaps rather than collect the current stuff, then it's a it's an absolute fantastic resource. Really good. So, well, the fact yeah. that three of us have got it. Um, yeah, we I mean, are. It's, it's like someone buying a Playboy subscription or something for a year. It's like, it's, you know, is there a real pawn that we love? We talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, fantastic. Um, I got a funny question. Go I got a funny question that came up with the Kevin Gothrop talk a little while ago. So they came out with the realistic Ahsoka figure in the, the last wave of Vintage. Um, yeah. She only gets the name Ahsoka on her card. It doesn't say Ahsoka Tano on That's there. That's right, yeah. And yet they go to all this detail, like Pruneface has, you know, says his full <laughs> name, and then Pruneface in parentheses, and then Ahsoka just gets her name. So That's I want to throw this out there again. If any of our listeners have any insight as to why they might have done that, I'm, I'm just curious. You know, I don't know. It just seems odd. I, I must admit, I didn't, didn't click until I heard you and Kevin talk, and I thought, why did they do that? But, uh, yeah, it's really I don't even know why that stood out to me, but it did. <laughs> <sighs> Any little vintage anomaly, I think, is, is uh, really interesting to fans, I guess. So, uh, yeah, what the hell. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to talk about or plug? Otherwise, I think we are done. But um, quite, you get anything from your side, I'm sure you've always got something. You want to plug any friends um, in your Instagram or something? Or? Oh, God. Um, yeah, my friend Bobby Sussman, who was on the last episode, he, uh, he just did the big uh, Darth Vader's, you know, I am your father reveal on his... Uh, pictures of redoing Empire Strikes Back with toys uh, on Instagram. Um, Empire Uncut is wrapping up pretty soon. They've only got like 10 scenes left. I claimed one more, so I've got one more stop motion to do. And, nice. uh, and of course, uh, our classic Star Wars page on, on Facebook, facebook.com slash classic Star Wars, which, is, which has been going really well. Uh, you know, sort of the, the Avengers of uh, Star Wars fan sites have come together to uh, just post a bunch of old pictures and things, so that's been kind of fun. That's been phenomenal, actually. That went from uh, Chris, uh, Chris Hoth-Ace Planet um, is the man behind it all, and uh, yeah, that thing went from, he just started this page, and I thought, hey, good on him, Chris, he's already done a ton of stuff, the Sarlacc Pit podcast, and he's done everything, and then he started this page up and... Uh, Jeez, the thing's nearly up to like 4,000 fans already or something. And, um, no, we're almost up to 5,000 at this point. What? Yeah, wow. two weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, if, you, if you haven't enjoyed it, you'll find about it soon enough because it's overtaken <laughs> everybody. 
Uh, yeah. And rightly so, I think, because some really good stuff being posted. I, I can't keep up. Facebook's actually not letting me keep up, which is a bit of a problem. It's all the, the kind of... Um, I don't know if you guys have seen if you looked at Facebook on your mobile recently, but you, I keep getting sponsored ads that take up the full screen. Oh, that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. They're really oh, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook. Anyway. But uh, yeah, join them, definitely. Classic Star Wars is the group. And there's another one which is like, yeah, I can't remember. No? Uh, modern Star Wars, which is covering more of the prequels. There you go, you know what I do. You've done a lot of work there as well. Um, and you're on Instagram at Instagram.com slash? Uh, R2Witco. Uh, yeah. R2WIC, or WITCO. I dropped the H in that for some reason. Full of which for some really, really good photographs of some vintage toys and awesome poses. Uh, and every time I see one, it always makes me want to buy the set that you're showing because you made me buy toys in the past when you did this. So. <laughs> Stop, stop, stop taking good photographs of toys. Anyway, um, anything else you want to plug? Or, or, yeah, you, That's you're it for still, me. You're, you're still undistracted by Star Wars. Don't Nate. Uh, D- everything but you. Yeah, dbsw.net. Yeah. And Mr. Sith Lord, we've seen you with some Lego reviews recently. Um, mm-hmm. Plenty more of them to come. Uh, I've, got, I've got a ton of stuff I need to catch up on. Uh, as we were saying earlier, I've got the Malevolence from Lego to do, the Jabba's Palace, the Skiff, uh, what else? Uh, the Little Endor and Imperial Troopers pack. Um, some of the, some more of the planets. You've, I'm, I'm hooked on the stuff. I'm, I'm got it coming out of my ears. Uh, the Juniors in canon as well, and then of course all the vintage and Clone Wars stuff that's coming up with the with the figures. I've just got a ton of stuff to catch up on. I just really need to just spend a day just filming it all because I'm just never going to get it done otherwise. And then I'm going <laughs> to be uploading all these videos and people are going to say, wait, that came out five years ago. What are you reviewing it now for? So, uh, <laughs> it still gets yeah. your quality review on it, that's for sure. But uh, if there's anyone out there on the planet that has not yet subscribed to youtube.com slash SithLord229, because I don't think there's anyone left who's not, Make sure you do, because he has got some great reviews and some of the historical stuff as well. As part from seeing a younger Steve, you get to see some <laughs> great stuff that sometimes you just... I mean, there was nowhere online when I was looking for that book. Um, and you had a review, full on review, all the detail, everything I wanted to see, which is what I wanted to see, and everyone else just did page views. So, uh, yeah, it's really good, all the vintage stuff. You've got all the old, old reviews is good. And you're on your blog as well at sithlog229.blogspot.com. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of null and voided that blog now because no one was okay. following me on it, so I got rid of it. Um, I am on Tumblr though at sithlord229.tumblr.com uh, and obviously Twitter and Facebook as well. Um, just a quick thing I want to mention with Facebook, um, I've recently teamed with Star Action Figures to do a, a contest um, and I got a, a bit of a novelty item in the mail the other day. I got a misprinted uh, vintage figure. Um, which is the Utapal clone trooper from the vintage collection, but it's it's carded on a, a Fiex search card back. Um, and I know that these misprinted error figures sort of tend to go for a lot of money on eBay, and a lot of the card back variant chasers tend to go for them. So I thought, oh, that'd be pretty cool to give away because I don't really want it. <laughs> so, he still looks uh, as if he's not even got a yellow helmet. He's one of the better ones. Uh, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has. Yeah. He's he's, he's oh. got a very yellow helmet. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's up for grabs over on my Facebook page. The deadline is the fifteenth of January. So I don't know whether this is going to have gone out before or after that. But fifteenth uh, of January is the the deadline for that. If you haven't already uh, missed it, and uh, yeah, the, all the 
details are over on Facebook, so check it out. Cool. Cool. I know so somebody who collects those. I'll have to tell them about that. Cool. Well, that's definitely kind of pretty weird. Um, cool. Well, you find me at and all the links to all the stuff is there. And uh, thanks to ChildrenToys.com and DocsDayToys.com as well. They've got some cool specials if you want to have a look. And some very good clearance deals, actually. I'm still to, I still can't believe they have some um, $3.99 for Bombvindin, who's one of the best figures in the vintage collection. <laughs> and for some reason, this guy was double-packed in boxes. and um, such a great He was figure. everywhere. He was everywhere. There were so many of them. Mm. Such a shame. I mean, they double pack that figure, and yet they've single packed other stuff that's just like, oh, anyway. Yeah. Good old Hasbro. We're going to have fun with these guys. <laughs> you know, aren't we? Oh. Well, you can also join us all uh, at uh, facebook.com slash, um, as well as switch at facebook.com slash DDSW, um, and youtube.com slash support229, and youtube.com slash flagout.net. Also, YouTube.com slash BCA podcast. We all need to. Sorry, not YouTube. Facebook. <laughs> okay, so that was new. So I didn't know we got a YouTube oh, channel. <laughs> Facebook.com. I'm talking Facebook. I'm talking to <laughs> I need some caffeine, obviously. Thank you for those. Hopefully, we're going to have this. Uh, maybe if we can have this as a video too. Uh, but um, certainly, we'll get this audio put out for Boeing Conversation every 43. And um, that's it for me. Good. Yeah, thanks, everybody. <laughs> Cheers. Boring Conversation Anyway is also brought to you by Brian'sToys.com, the world's largest Star Wars store. At flyguy.net, check out to let them know where you head of the reference. Don't forget to check out DorksideToys.com, Marvel, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, and more. Uh, everything's under control, situation normal. Station anyway.